Hello and welcome, witches and witchlings. Here in Australia, things are heating up. The spring season is in full spring, pun intended, and the sweet smell of neroli and jasmine has definitely filled the air. Such a beautiful time of year to be in the gardens and spring cleaning around the home. We have been eating loads of greens from our veggie gardens that have fully come to life. The kids have been eagerly learning about the plants we're growing in their homeschool activities and collecting leaves and flowers to press and dry out for spring decorations and crafts. In today's episode, I'll be bringing to you Ostara and Spring Equinox, Equinox Rituals, Self-Care in Springtime, Plants to Grow for a Witch's Garden, Divination, and yoga and meditation practice, a nice restorative yin session. Let's get into it, shall we? The Blissful Witchcast. A sacred place where we talk spells, rituals, love, pleasures and magic. A place of sharing from the life of an Australian witch while raising my young witchlings and experiencing my own journey of green and kitchen witchery. Let's embark on this witch quest together to living a more happy and soulful life with your host, me, Sinead. The spring equinox falls between the 22nd and 23rd of September in the Southern Hemisphere and will be the first official day of spring. Ostara Sabbath celebrates the spring equinox. It's a magical time for setting intentions and planting seeds in all areas of our lives. The word Ostara comes from the Anglo-Saxon goddess name Istra. Istra represents spring, fertility and new beginnings. The Celtic goddess of spring was celebrated by festives, dancing and offerings. Every year at Ostara, everyone begins chatting about a goddess of spring known as Istra. According to the stories, she is a goddess associated with flowers and springtime and her name gives us the word Easter as well as the name of Ostara itself. Now, in the Southern Hemisphere, our seasons are opposite to the Northern, as you know that, Um, and we're not about to celebrate Easter, but I'll continue with the information I've found regardless. Here, light overcomes darkness with lengthening days, bringing the magic of new growth. Plants to grow for a witch's garden. Your first step in creating a witch's garden is to build a place of solitude or where loved ones you wish to be a part of it. Cleanse the space before using the elements. Wash off any hint of chemicals on the plot before proceeding to sow your seeds, if possible by organic seeds or seedlings. You can add elements to bring your intention into the space and keep it sacred. Large stones for sitting and meditating on. Wood stumps act as little tables for card readings, teacups and candles. Medicinal herbs and healing promoting flowers are the highlights of a witch's garden. Rosemary. This plant does well in the sun. 
requires little watering. It's a low maintenance herb, doesn't do well in shade and moist soil. Rosemary is known to have protective properties. It heightens cognitive awareness and memory. It's often used in white magic for feelings of love, healing, protection, and cleansing. Calendula. This is a beautiful, warm, coloured annual flower that is edible. It signifies hope and optimism. You can add it into green salads, use it to colour foods for natural food colourings, used to remove negative energy and protection. Basil grows easily and doesn't require extensive care. Enriched with essential oils, the aromatic leaves of basil are known to attract money, luck and good spirits. The oil of basil helps with muscle aches and tension. Mint. This sweet, vibrant herb is known to attract money and love, treats various digestive problems, wards off evil and causing good spirits. It can be an invasive plant, so prepare it with a separate space nearby or in a pot. Lavender. One of the most important culinary and medicinal herbs. Edible flowers used in baked dishes and lemonades, used for sleep, relaxation, night terrors and skin conditions. Chamomile. These leaves added to teas that improve quality of sleep, headaches, ingestion and irregular periods. Sage. It's easy to maintain as it has low watering needs and requires full sun. Known to cleanse house spaces, meditation and personal boundaries. Sage has been used in many traditional cultures throughout time for protection, purification, spiritual healing, respiratory health and to ward off evil. Lemon balm does best in partial shade, attracts bees and butterflies for pollination, promotes restful sleep and helps with various digestive problems. Helps with digestion, I just said that. Helps with depression, anxiousness and soothing. Now when planning a witch's garden, find out the harvesting times for plants. Pick a wide selection of plants that mature at different seasons of the year to add variety to your garden. If you are keen on planting poisonous and edible plants, make sure the non-toxic are separated clearly from the toxic and labelled. So I didn't say poisonous and edible, I meant separate. (laughs) Select plants that you are interested in or connect with. Do you love adding chamomile to your teas? Do you sage your space? Do you crush herbs together and add oil for skin treatments or muscle pain? Think of all the plants you like and will use and plant them in this beautiful space you've created for years of enjoyment and witchcraft. Ostara rituals. Now, all of our rituals are unique, personal and deeply sacred. Working with the elements that resonate with you and honour your connection to this sacred time. Here are the elements linked with this time of year, some of which you may like to use in your craft, meditation, manifestation, or perhaps creating an altar. So colours associated with 
are white, yellow, purple, pastel tones and shades of green, flowers, lavender, daffodil, chamomile, tulip, lily and violet, herbs, thyme, tarragon, lemon balm, red clover and marjoram, goddesses, estre, freya, Bridget, Flora, and Persephone. Chakrits, base, so red, moving up to orange, sacral, and moving up to yellow for solarplex. Crystals, aquamarine, rose quartz, and moonstone. Essential oils, cedar, cinnamon, frankincense, lemon, rose, geranium, patchouli, sandalwood, clove, rosemary, jasmine, magnolia, and basil. Trees, elder, birch, ash, and willow. And foods, eggs, lamb, bread, seeds, baby salad greens, milk and dairy, berries, and honey. So for a little self-care, Bath and foot soaks are a lovely way to nurture yourself and unwind in order to receive and reset. Adding essential oils and herbs and flowers linked with this season will deepen your connection and give your mind some space to future plan and create. You may like to create a beautiful bath oil blend using two drops of geranium, three drops of jasmine, three drops sandalwood, and two drops cinnamon directly into your tub. Give yourself 30 minutes to settle in, breathing in all the beautiful aromas and allowing your mind to drift. This practice is a form of meditation. So try not to fixate on anything, but allowing the thoughts to come and go. Afterwards, you may like to write down anything that kept popping up and any creations you wish to bring to existence. You could also make this oil blend with a carry oil, something like coconut or jojoba, for a delicious body oil to nourish your skin and smell of spring. Tarot, oracles and divination. During the equinox, the veil between our worlds is thinned, which opens a perfect time for tarot and divination craft. The Empress card is a worthy card. She represents fertility, sowing seeds for future plans, romance, art, nurturing, nature and creations of life. Tea leaf readings, also known as tassiography, I think that's how you pronounce it, is a special type of divination or fortune telling which interprets the patterns of leftover leaves in a cup coffee grounds or wine sediments, looking for special symbols and shapes in the remains and using them to make predictions for near, mid or late future. I like to use this for a bit of fun and alongside my oracle craft. For a star, I'll try using herbs and flowers such as chamomile, lavender, lemongrass, rose petals, rosemary and thyme. So for a nice ritual or something that you could share with others during this time, picnics and sunbathing. 
Another way you can celebrate this beautiful season and time of year is with an intentional picnic and sunbathing. You may like to ask friends or family who would appreciate a day out in the greens for good company and vibrations, food to bring along to this festive. Could be a selection of cheeses, honey, breads and meats, chocolate cupcakes topped with edible flowers, berries and cold sweet teas. Give thanks and gratitude to Mother Earth, Gaia, and your goddess of choice for spring and enjoy the sweet taste of life. Sunbathing would best take place in a private space of your own where you could wear minimal clothing next to nothing, if not nothing, and soak up the sunshine. Ideally, you would do this in the early morning or late evening sun so you could avoid sunscreens or other chemicals um, and just go all natural. You may like to visualise the chakra colours being lit up or activated as you bathe, starting with your red base up to orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and purple. Breathe deeply and intentionally, taking your time with each colour in mind before moving on to the next. Yoga and movement. If you listen closely, your body receives nature's messages on a physical and subtle level. The physical body asks for renewal, to release and detoxify stored heaviness from winter through light movement and diet. The mind urges you to learn something new and explore different directions. The spiritual self moves you to align with Earth's blossoming energies by envisioning and deciding on how best to move forward into a desired future. New beginnings are the first step toward your awakening. For this next part of the episode, I will guide you through some very simple restorative yoga movements. Please listen to your own body. If something does not feel right, move in a way that does. Go gentle with yourself, especially if you're new to yoga, if you're pregnant or experiencing existing body pain. You may like to pause the episode now for another time that feels right or continue to listen in and enjoy. Starting in a comfortable seated position. With your eyes closed and spine long. Listen to the natural flow of your breath. Spend some time moving deeper inwards by creating a balanced flow of inhale to exhale. Remember we are here to unwind, so don't overthink and just go where your body feels right, wanting to move.
You're going to sit here in a somewhat quiet space, accepting wherever you are at for a few moments. So if you'd like to hit pause on this episode till you're ready to continue to listen, now would be the perfect time. Once you've sat here for a few minutes, take a moment to gently twist your body from your hips upright from side to side. You may like to place an opposite hand to a knee, twisting to that side. Keeping the spine nice and long, stretching up through your neck, just holding this for a moment. Breathing a little deeper into your stomach. And when you're ready, swapping to the opposite hand to me. Once again, nice and tall through your spine, stretching the neck. Breathing into your stomach. Practice of twists help the body detoxify by restricting the organs for fresh blood flow. Moving into an extended leg stretch. Lengthening your left leg out, either straight or keeping a slight bend at your knee, and bringing a bent knee into the right side with your heel tucking in towards your inner thigh. You're going to lengthen your arms outwards and over the top of your leg, resting your arms along the floor. So with our leg extended, folding over ourselves, allowing your shoulders and neck to relax, your belly, chest and head folding forward. Breathing here for a few minutes. You might like to press pause in this moment. Remembering to swap sides, taking your time to move nice and slowly. Continue to listen when you're ready. Gently moving into a tabletop position where your hands and arms are stacked underneath your shoulders and your knees underneath your hips. Begin to move in a slow cat-cow position or if you're new to this, gently moving your spine like a cat or four-legged animal feeling what feels right for your body, making sure it's a good stretch and not painful. You may like to rock forwards and backwards, side to side. Be sure to go slow and gentle with your spine and neck. You can be in this position for as long as you'd like. 
sitting back in a comfortable seated position. Taking your time to roll the shoulders forward a few times. And then rolling them backwards. Taking some gentle neck stretches from shoulder to shoulder. Opening and closing your jaw nice and wide and softly to close with slow shifts side to side. Think like a lion's mouth. Taking in a few big breaths to really fill your lungs. Sitting taller and really letting your shoulders drop. With eyes closed and palms placed together at your heart space. Thank yourself for this gentle movement, for your connection and your creation. Namaste, witches. <laughs>